Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hey everyone, it's Jen and Jess from the beauty podcast Fat Mascara here to talk about Sol de Janeiro. So many of the beauty experts we interview on our show say that the key to great skin is to treat every inch of your body with the same attention you give your face. One of our favorite ways to do that is with Sol de Janeiro's Beja Flor Elastic Cream, a rich body cream that's clinically proven to boost collagen and has been shown to improve skin crepiness on the chest in just two weeks. Plus, it's scented with Sol de Janeiro's Chiro the 68 fragrance. Sol de Janeiro is offering you 10% off your first order on soldejanero.com and free shipping with the code ACAS10. That's S-O-L-D-E-J-A-N-E-I-R-O soldejanero.com and use the code ACAS10 for 10% off. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Okay, we got my man, Pots and Pans, Brandon Robinson, editor of Basketball Society, Scoop B Podcast, and, and it's probably on some show in the local area or national area. I can't keep up with you, bro. Brandon, how you doing, man? Good early, well, good late afternoon, man, or late morning, early afternoon. How you doing, man? I'm doing okay. Now, I got a first thing I'm going to ask you about is the draft. Who won? Who lost? I mean, just in this, I know it's, you know, we'll have a few years to prove that. But um, the big debate here in Philly is the fact that the team traded Mikael Bridges to Phoenix for Zaire Smith. What do you know about Zaire Smith? He's a guy that uh, a guy from Texas Tech who has the advantage of playing bigger than than he actually is at six four, uh, and it goes back to his high school days where he's the tallest guy on the basketball team in high school. He was six four, six three, six four. Um, so it, some folks are, are pegging him as a better shooter than Jaron Jackson Jr. Um, and a better blocker than Marvin Bagley. So um, that's something that is um, interesting. And Brett Brown, uh, Sixers head coach and now general manager uh, of the Sixers, uh, has compared uh, him to Kawhi Leonard, somebody that he's familiar with during his, his, his stay as an uh, unpaid staffer at one point. Uh, to R.C. Buford uh, with San Antonio. So Brett Brown is um, naming him with some, some, some high praise, and he's got some shoes to fill. And Philadelphia is very upset with uh, Michael Bridges not uh, being a member of the Sixers and being traded and now a member of the Phoenix Suns. Yeah. I was going to say, when you look at, you know, it seems to me the Sixers are trying to they're looking at they're looking at trying to nab Kawhi Leonard. If you believe one of our columnists here, you know, and he says that everything is pointing. Even Brett Brown, what he was saying was they want to get a superstar here. It seems like they're pointing to free agency, but 
I don't I don't like the, the Sixers' chances for getting LeBron James or Kawhi Leonard or Paul George. I mean, they're all talking about the, the prevailing rumor and the prevailing discussion is that LeBron is looking to to be the look to be in Los Angeles or Houston. Well, to your point about Paul George and LeBron James, uh, you guys are going to definitely have to check out uh, some of my writing uh, that will be released next week over at Basketball Society. Uh, stay tuned for that. Um, I got some heat. But as far as Kawhi Leonard goes, uh, he has the advantage of, of having, or Brett Brown having a relationship with Kawhi, uh, dating back to uh, Brett Brown being an assistant with the San Antonio Spurs, winning four championships in 99, 2003, 2005, and 2007. So that helps a lot. Uh, Kawhi Leonard would fit well in that system because he's, 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 uh, he'd be uh, alongside Embiid, he'd be alongside Ben Simmons. Uh, prayerfully and hopefully the Sixers are able to retain uh, J.J. Reddick, who got paid this year, $20 million in one year. Brother, mm-hmm. that's Michael Jordan-type money. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I think that when you look at the Sixers, um, if you were to ask me today, what do I think? I would tell you that for a slower burn, uh, for the longer haul, uh, Paul George or a Kawhi Leonard would look great in that system. For the shorter term, LeBron James uh, would, would be able to, to benefit you instantaneously. Um, and I think that the Sixers, and I've been on your show uh, a multitude of times, dating back to October, November, and I told you I thought that Paul George or Kawhi Leonard would be a great fit, uh, but so would LeBron James. And I think people make this, this argument that uh, LeBron and, and, and Ben Simmons play too much like each other and they would be able to fit. I, I, don't, I don't buy that because... People make the same argument about LeBron James and, and Dwayne Wade when LeBron and, and, and he and uh, Chris uh, Bosh and, and Dwayne Wade went to Miami in 2010. Great players know how to find each other's rhythm and, and, and great players know how to be great. Yeah. Uh, are you still with us? Yeah, I'm still here. Okay, I thought, I thought something. No, I, I, I agree with you. I, I, I agree with you in, in that regard because I just think that that that's going to, you know, if LeBron comes here, I think it'll be only be a benefit to Ben Simmons. And um, to tell you, and I'm still for that move. I, I'm still for that. You know, I'm still for that move. I thought that they could make that move and bring in a, and still bring in a guy like a Mikhail Bridges just to give them that kind of athleticism, you know, especially at the two and three spots. Because I thought, and you can jump in and say I'm wrong, but I thought – that when they lost to the Celtics, that's where they lost that matchup. I thought they lost in that situation between it was their athletes against the Sixers athletes and the Celtics athletes won. The Celtics are going to be the team to beat them along with with uh, Toronto for you know for years to come. And I think the Celtics are going. I think the Celtics are next in line to dominate the Eastern Conference. The Toronto thing, I'm doubtful of. Um, and I'm doubtful of it because LeBron James, the last three, four years, has exposed their weaknesses. And I take it back to even this playoff series uh, in, the, in the second round uh, with the uh, with the Cavs in Toronto. Uh, guys like Jonas Valanciunas not able to make easy shots uh, in game one or game two. Uh, I feel as though Kyle Lowry was the most aggressive person on that team, and he couldn't do it by himself. And, and I also feel that just coaching, you know, sometimes when you get rid of a coach, like Dwayne Casey had the voice of that locker room. Right. You bring in Nick Nurse, who is a guy that I spoke to 
uh, a former uh, staffer with the Golden State Warriors uh, about a month ago. And he said, man, look out for Nick Nurse. And I said, what makes him so special? He said, he's, he's the guy that everybody, you know, every year you have a guy like Brendan Malone was the lead assistant with the right. Warriors and then became a, a head coach with the uh, Sacramento Kings. Like Nick Nurse is one of those guys that is, is rising his way up the coaching ranks. Um, so it's going to be interesting to see what they do under new coaching. And I understand that there nobody is uh, is safe in that Toronto Raptors uh, organization these days as far as potentially being traded. Um, but what I will say to your point about uh, Boston and um, Philadelphia, when I looked at Philadelphia's matchup against Miami uh, in the first round, uh, their youth uh, and their athleticism carried them. Boston did the same thing to Philly that Philly did to Miami. Right. And I think that adding a Kawhi Leonard to that team or Paul George to that team or even LeBron James to that team uh, will give them instant credibility. Um, but I also think um, one of the things that I'd like to see the Sixers do uh, this offseason is retain the rights to Robert Covington. Because if you bring in a guy like LeBron James, for an example, Cove can shoot the lights out, and he's also a defensive uh, power up, if you will. Right. When you watch, when you watch LeBron James in the NBA Finals uh, this season, uh, his rotation—you know—he's so busy scoring in bunches that when it's time to get back on court, he takes plays off, and it's not his fault. Right. He has—he has to—he pays the passing lanes. Right. He's a taller Allen Iverson. Right. And that's, you know, and that's the thing. See, that's why I say you got to have guys. Like, and, and, and if they would have added Bridges, they would have had Covington. Him and Bridges would have been, they're both guys who can play defense. Then they can clamp down on the, on, on the Celtics on the Celtics player or at least match up with them. I'm not saying they're going to win. You're going to win every match. But what you are going to do is that you're going to be in a position to maybe keep yourself in contention and probably win the game. You know, you're going to win. You, you know, you're going to win. And if in a seven-game series, you might win three of those games. Now, what happens in the fourth game is, you know, and, and whoever wins that fourth that fourth game in that series, if it's a seven-game series, that's basically what happens in the game. Luck, who's shot, who's hot that day, who's not, and whatever. Okay, I can deal with that kind of chance. I can deal as long as I can be in there. If I'm not if I'm not dominant, then I'd rather get to the point to where I can be equal and I can match up with you. And that's where I think the Sixers, because they went, and I think they're thinking, they're not at the point where they can think long-term anymore. I mean, they, 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 huh? Sixers? Say it again. You said the Sixers, they can't think long-term. They can't, yeah, I'm sorry. They, they, they can't think long-term anymore. I mean, I mean, I mean, I'm not saying you can't think long-term, but I'm saying right now they're a contender. They're not in rebuild mode. They're a contender now. That's what I'm thinking. Oh, for sure. I mean, just to, 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 to rattle off some, some stats uh, about Michael Bridges, you know, a guy that averaged 17.7 points per game, uh, as well as 5.3 uh, rebounds per game at, at Villanova. One of the things that impressed me about him was his increased three-point percentage each year. Uh, he shot 29% as a freshman, uh, 39% as a sophomore, and then in his junior year, he shot 43.5%. Wow. Wow. Uh, he also shot over 50% from the field in all three years at Nova. Uh, he's kind of the guy, because you're a baseball guy, you know, a lot of times people just want to hit home runs all the time. Singles and doubles don't kill you either. It adds your, to your percentage. No doubt. So they get the third, get on home. You know, it, it, I feel like these days, everybody wants to take threes. Everybody wants to cross over. 
Everybody wants to be tall and cross over, but he takes high percentage shots. Right. Doesn't hurt you. Uh, Zaire is someone we're not too familiar with, but he may surprise you as well. Right. You know, I, I think the thing about Michael Bridges is that there's so many ties to him, obviously going to Villanova, uh, going to Great Valley High School, and his mother working as the staffing uh, person with the Sixers out in Camden. Uh, you're heartbroken, but here on the, on, on the, in the Hudson, you know, the, the, the Knicks, for example, many fans were, were booing Kevin Knox. Uh, for uh, the, the the pick that the, the Knicks got, and anytime Knicks fans boo uh, a player, they usually turn out all right. You look at Kristaps uh, Porzingis, but yeah, um, I think that this draft, when you look back on it, ten fifteen years, is it, it legitimately going to have a glut of talent. I actually spoke to Kevin Knox uh, the day before he was drafted, and he he was impressed with the Sixers. He told me that Brett Brown uh, brought him in for a second workout. Right, uh, he spoke reverently about Brett Brown, and, and 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 I think you know the caller that called in before was saying all that stuff about Colangelo and the firing and the burner accounts. I don't think that people are giving Brett Brown enough credit. They just think that he's a coach of the Sixers. When you look at his, his history, yeah. hey, uh, Brent, Brent, I got I got to hold you. We got to go to break, but I want you to hold that thought though, and I bring sure. you back. I want to come back and I want to talk about the rest of the NBA. So you're listening to ninety six point one FM WRD and uh, nine hundred AM WRD Black Talk Media. We'll be right back. We have you back. We have Brian, we have Brian and Robinson. Okay. I'm looking at the rest of the NBA draft, and I, you know, I'm looking at the, the Phoenix Suns really helped themselves. I mean, they they've got a boatload of players um, on the team now. I mean, not, I mean, you have you know DeAndre Ayton, who everybody's saying is the next big man, big big phenom in the NBA. Um, who are some? Who do you think were some of the winners in this draft? Who 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 made out? Who made out pretty well? And who were kicking themselves? And you mentioned the New York Knicks. Um, I think that the Knicks made a good pick in getting Kevin Knox. Uh, I think that um, 19-year-old guy who also, like um, Michael Bridges, shoots in a three-pointer, okay. You know, I think he shot 34% at uh, Kentucky this year. And uh, a guy that, you know, played with a glut of talent on that team. I also think that the Cavaliers in selecting Colin Sexton Sexton, for the future that freshman out of Alabama. Uh, yeah, I remember him. He was really good. He's the middle ground for the Cavs. Uh, he can play with LeBron. Uh, should he return? Uh, he can also be a playmaker for uh, the post-LeBron future. Uh, I look at uh, the Clippers. Mm-hmm. I think that they're building for the future. Uh, a guy in uh, Jerome Robinson uh, out of Boston College. Uh, I think Michael Porter Jr. going to the Nuggets at at, at uh, fourteen was was all right, and I also think uh, in the long term, the Phoenix Suns. I, I'm really really impressed with them, and I'll tell you why. Okay. Um, Josh Jackson uh, of, the, of the Phoenix Suns on Scoopy Radio. He and his mother on the, the Scoopy Radio podcast, um, and he just constantly talked about how he'd be working on his game this summer, um, and. You know, lo and behold, they got Aiton uh, at center. Also, can combine De- Devin Booker uh, along with 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 Michael Bridges. I think the combination of all those guys, they're going to have to grow together. But there's a sense of confidence going on in in, in Phoenix right now. You know, you heard Aiton before the draft saying uh, that both Booker and Aiton could be uh, the Shaq and Kobe of the future. Uh, they're mm. saying that. Um, 
Aiden is a is an impactful center that will be in the league for a while. And it's just it's great to see. I also like the the, the uh, Indiana Pacers picking up Aaron Holiday. Uh, he dropped down to number twenty three. He's uh, a kid out of UCLA. UCLA Drew Holiday and Justin Holiday's brother actually spoke to him, um, and he told me how excited he was. His brother Justin told me he wanted the Bulls to draft him, uh, right. but no such luck. The Bulls got Chandler Hutchinson, another guy that I think is up. They, they were saying that he's going to be the Kyle Kuzma of this draft. Kuzma, of course, was number 27 last year and had mm-hmm. a decent year with the Lakers this year. A guy from Boise State uh, who, who played at Mission Viejo High School in, 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 in California. Mark Sanchez is alma mater. Right. And uh, was kind of going to the draft and unknown, but played very well uh, in, in his college career with, uh, with, with Boise State. I think that's going to be a, a person that can build with Larry Markin and, uh, and the Chicago Bulls. So that Bulls, that, that team has a young team, but the, 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 the ceiling is, is, is pretty open for that Bulls team because people aren't expecting much. Right, right. And so, but, and so um, from that standpoint, now I just got a, I just got a, 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 uh, a Facebook message from um, my good man, John uh, Dimopoulos, who, who covers all the European players. And he says that the Dallas Mavericks had a big, a pretty good draft with uh, Doncic and Jalen Brunson. Jalen Brunson, who I think was, I, I think people uh, uh, were underrating that kid. I think that kid can play. Oh, he can. I mean, look at the blood for a uh, former Sixer, uh, with Brunson's son. Um, yeah, I think Brunson could play. And I think that in a draft where there was so much talent um, in it, I think he's a guy that is a professional, knows how to play, did okay uh, this season. And I think going into the next level, he's a slow burn. He's a okay. Well, from that standpoint, Brandon, I got we're we're out of time here on this in this segment. And um, first of all, Brandon, always a pleasure to have you and your editor last week. Um, Martin Story, yeah, Martin Story. You guys, I'm I'm gonna have you guys on together at the same time. We can have a good basket, a good discussion about basketball and talking about you know, especially free because definitely free agency. I want to talk about free agency next week. But thank you so much for being with us today. My man, I'll talk to you next week. Free agency coming up July 1st. That's right. All right, man. Hey, everyone. It's Jen and Jess from the beauty podcast, Fat Mascara, here to talk about Sol de Janeiro. So many of the beauty experts we interview on our show say that the key to great skin is to treat every inch of your body with the same attention you give your face. One of our favorite ways to do that is with Sol de Janeiro's Beja Flor Elastic Cream, a rich body cream that's clinically proven to boost collagen and has been shown to improve skin crepiness on the chest in just two weeks. Plus, it's scented with Sol de Janeiro's Charosta 68 fragrance. Sol de Janeiro is offering you 10% off your first order on soldejanero.com and free shipping with the code ACAST10. That's S-O- L-D-E-J-A-N-E-I-R-O soldejanero.com and use the code ACAST10 for 10% off.